It brings meaning to the suffering. If you just suffered and that was it, what are you left with? You have to find some meaning in it or else it just sort of like can crush you. Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. And, and we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hello, guys. I forgot to inform you. I forgot what number this is. I what said it, it probably five you times. You did. Before and it is Dina, why don't you tell us, Chris? All right, guys. It's episode 189. 189? I never so would have thought of that. Wow. Guys, we're so close to 200 episodes. Just breathe it in. We that is do a celebration. Like, the whole podcast yes. ever? Wow. That's, that's 200 crazy. hours of us talking. Wow. That's too More much. than that. I love that for us. Um, yeah. So today my throat is staging a titch of a rebellion. So I'm not going to be speaking as much just because, like, you know, I'm going to be more active listening, you know. <laughs> but today yeah. we're going to talk about a very... Not talked about topic, actually, that much, which is how we find God in suffering or darker times that we've been through in our lives. And I am, I want to say excited to get into this, but I don't know if that's, like, the right word. Because it's not, like, ooh, You're fun and excited. It's, topic. like, eager. Yeah, I oh. like deep things, but it's not, like, <laughs> listen, the only things I don't like are when I feel like I'm, like, our girl talk TMI things. Oh, yeah. Oh, or things where I'm like, gosh. oh, I have to share too much. But this I feel like I can share correctly. Okay. But that's yeah. Because, nice. like, you know, the Lord is with us. And so that's why I think I don't feel weird. We were saying there's, like, a lot of um, people in the public eye or, like, creators or whatever who are Christian and, like, who talk about being Christian maybe a little bit. But then they don't really share, and us included, they don't share that much about like how God is a part of like their daily lives or like their trials and tribulations and mm. such, which and so forth. That's what my teacher used to say. And um, we were like, well, I would like to hear that from them. So maybe we should share that with you guys. Maybe you guys want to hear that from us. It's yeah. just something you don't and normally think of saying for some also, reason. Also, like, mm -hmm. I think it's appropriate because this time of year, the holidays can be really hard for a lot mm -hmm. of people. Like, oh, yeah. That you could be like, grieving the loss of someone or like I, don't know, I feel like the holidays just bring up a lot of mixed emotions for people so mm -hmm. i think it's a good time to talk about like a topic like this mm -hmm. yeah so that's what we're doing today should be pretty interesting so we'll start out with our highs and lows of the week everyone okay. what Lauren, what now here's Nothing. my here's oh, my it highs like you had an interesting higher low from that base i'll go no. first because mine is not <laughs> okay. that interesting but pretty fun so my low is that i have a very strange low 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 sorry grade cold it's not like anything it's so low yes not even there guys exactly don't worry it's so annoying though because like i don't feel like sick sick but i know that something's going on it's just like it's itching at you yes like you can't get comfortable and it's like yeah and so weird it's like a low grade cold it's that's i think i had that too where it's like, I'm kind of sniffly, but not yeah. really. And, and it's just like, like I don't even feel like tired or anything. I'm just like, yeah. I can feel the like Itching. little bacteria and it's like, whatever, you, you know. Well, technically it's a virus, right? I don't know. Okay, whatever. The bacteria <laughs> from the virus, I think that's probably a thing. Who okay. could ever know? Um, and my high is that the Eagles won last night. 
Oh, and I love that for them. Mm-hmm. Wait, why is that your? <laughs> because it's great. He's a sports fan. They haven't. I'm sports adjacent now. They haven't won against the Chiefs in like 13 years. Aww. I guess it's kind of in our blood a little bit. Yes, I geographically claim the Eagles and the 49ers. Yeah, yeah because our, our dad's blood. from Philadelphia. That's and why. our we're from North NorCal. <laughs> I was like Northern California and NorCal at the same time. So like NorCal. Yeah, NorCal. <laughs> but the Eagles are having a great season, <laughs> so obviously I claim them. <laughs> but it was like a Super Bowl rematch kind of in a way. Oh, interesting. Even though it really yeah. Okay. So it was great. We watched it for a little while. I fell asleep. That's how great I am at sports. Oh my god. And then I went upstairs and watched a Hallmark movie, but then they won. Oh, my gosh. So, good for them. Cool. <laughs> Ariel's not actually one of the Chiefs to win, but, you know, they've won for the last 13 years. Yeah. Jason deserves a win. Yes. Jason love deserves it. it. Max and I are watching the Kelsey Brothers documentary right now. Uh, I love them. It's really good. I love Jason So, for every Kelsey. time they do these football plays, I'm like, my brain just shuts off. I'm like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. I just want to see the... The talking, the relationships. Yes, like, aren't his little girls so cute? Yeah, I love seeing the family and relationships. Wife, oh, and his she's wife, so cool. yeah, they're so. Oh, I love I it. I love them. Yeah, love that. And I love I the brotherly them. relationship. Yes! It's so sweet how much they support each other. Anyway, I know. Max he is wears... like all these people jumping on the bandwagon because of the Taylor Swift thing. And I'm like, but it's fun. AKA, is that not proving Taylor Swift put him on the map? It, it is. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. All the sports people though it's are saying that they already were on the map. Like Max is they said were that. on the yeah, map, yeah. but this not was on, on the regular. They were on the one map, not like map. they were not map. the non-sports. Listen, map. Mm. I think it actually was TikTok <laughs> and their podcast that put them on the map first. That's yeah. how yeah. I found them. Okay, yeah. but I will say it's so cute because Jason uh, Tra- Travis Kelsey wears Jason's birth year as his number on his jersey oh, i love how that. cute is that i don't know why but i feel like i think of sibling relationships in sports being more of like a rivalry but they're but so they're not like, that. But maybe that's not right but they seem so supportive and i love that like <laughs> i just love it i love it so love much heart- i started tearing up when they were talking about how like they support yes! each other I was like, this is so beautiful yeah, you should watch you and nick yeah, might like nick it nick is trying to get me to watch it yeah and we just i feel never like you would relate anything. to kylie because she's more like Low, uh, laid back, <laughs> chill, like on top of things. What? In a way, she's like a mixture of you and Lauren, where she's laid like back, chill. chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's like low key, like you are, but she's like, wait, what, what kind of low key? You're like low key like a gal. humble woman. Yeah. Oh, humble. And she's like, I don't like the attention. She likes to be behind yeah. the camera. Oh, I see. Saying. Not and trying to be like, like, put me in the spotlight. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I love her. She seems cool. She seems cool. Yeah. Seems cool. And never I don't love the spotlight. She That's just true. gives like a, a vibe that reminds me of both of you. And I don't mm. really know what it is. Mm. And, and she don't married know her. Older brother brothers. That could not be me. No, but that's cannot. interesting. But I like them. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I'll probably get into it at some point because Nick wanted to. And it's there's good. Three, I think that you would both like because there's a football, there's a family. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Human okay. interests. Okay, who's next? Highs and lows. Um, oh, you want to go? go. Oh. oh, all right. Um, okay. Uh, hi. Low. Low is easy. I was sick for like a year, it felt like. Uh, I was like two and a half weeks. Cat, that sucks. Oh, horrible. I literally was like, Two and a half weeks? Yeah, I counted. Two things. Well, I guess, no, it was actually more like two weeks. You and your kids. I think it was 13 or 14 days total. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I was like, it was in between I was well for like a few days. Oh, It was just, yeah. But it was not fun. And I literally was just like, I cannot stare at the walls of my house any longer. I hate this. I want to go outside. That probably my highs. I went outside today. Um, The twins and I went on a walk and we played with our neighbors. And even though it was like kind of drizzly, like it was so, I was just desperate to get outside. And I was so happy, and they were so happy. Was, yeah, we just, they love playing outside. So 
yeah, that was my high. I was playing outside. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, simple but good. Mm, my, hmm. I feel like I had a good mm. week. I'm being real. Good. Good. Um, my high was that I had a good week. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I don't know. Over the weekend, you know, I did a lot of stuff. Uh, this week I'm like trying to like do routines because I'm rebranding as someone, well, <laughs> allegedly rebranding <laughs> as someone that could do a routine. Love it. And actually do it. Allegedly. Uh, the rebrand, I don't know if that's rebranding quite then, but whatever. I can do it. Uh, <laughs> so that's good, though. It feels good to, like, try in life, you yeah, know, instead of does. just, like, oh, I'm a worm in the dirt, you know. Oh. <laughs> Which you guys know. I feel like when you have kids, you try every day, every yeah. minute of the day. Like, you, you just try, 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 try. know the worm life. Every you don't really, like get a chance to just be a worm in the yeah. dirt. It's like, like you, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't be a worm anymore. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I was going to say, I do feel like a worm in the dirt with kids. Well, I just You're like trying like, to crawl out no, but you did so much stuff. Your head. Oh, yeah. yeah, you, you do like, so the much. amount yeah, of stuff. You never go through a day and go, I did literally nothing. No, I would yeah. love that. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, good. but it's not like great lifestyle. Yeah. To just yeah. like only do what you have to do. Yeah. And then just like breeze on by. It's like, yeah. eh, maybe you should like take the moldy cups out of my room. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> maybe you actually should establish like worm in the dirt days where you swap kids. Can you give each other your kids? And then no, but that still wouldn't be warm in the dirt though, because that's one day of your life. Yeah, that's but not it's a like you're getting day. That's just that's a just rest day. Yeah. And then you just feel bad the whole day that you're not watching <laughs> your own children no. in the dirt. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that was my highs. I'm like, I'm not a worm. Hey, man. <laughs> um. My low was I had therapy on Friday, and the therapy was good, but it's just like takes it out of you. Yeah, when you just get into things that you're like, mm. like, can you tell me about that? And you're like, no, I never wanted to tell you about that. <laughs> and like, yet yeah. I did. I hate doing yet that. Yet I did. I never mm-hmm. wanted to tell you so about that. So just those things, just take it out of you. And mm-hmm. yet I still chose not to be a worm in the dirt. Because yeah. I care about myself and my mental health. Amen. Good for you, Lord. You hung out a lot this weekend. I know. I was like, I don't want to just sit here and like. Yeah, you did. It just wasn't giving. A lot of stuff for mm-hmm. you. That was not good. that rest is bad. Okay, I'm not saying that. Plenty of you need rest. Mm-hmm. Okay, but sometimes you also need to just get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. It's like yeah. a balancing act for different seasons. I that. Totally. I'm in a weird, um, very odd week. It's so, I don't know how to describe it. It's like I'm. I'm coasting along, and I'm not, like, feeling super highs or lows. I'm kind of just like, hmm. Okay. But it's kind of like... Neutrality. Hmm. It's not, like, bad at all. I'm, like, kind of comfortable, actually. I'm just like, huh. Because I'm pretty okay. sleep-deprived, because both of my kids were sick, and Tristan got a molar right before she got sick. So what? it was, like, when molar. they sick? What? They had colds or something. I don't know. I think I had They had stuffy problems. noses. Oh, no, they've had stuffy noses last week. Okay. They've had stuffy noses. Yeah, so they when didn't... I was watching Tristan during top songs, <laughs> she You're was like... going everywhere. They've had, they're oh. acting normal, so they don't look like, oh, I'm oh. sick. They just are very stuffed up, which makes it, once yeah. you lay down, don't like cold. it's like hard to sleep. So mm. anyway, so I'm very sleep deprived, so I'm kind of just like. Did you huh. not get their cold? 
Wow, good for you. It's they get a lot of like little kid cold things that I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I feel like you don't really get sick that much. I don't anymore. Wow. Amen. I don't know how. <laughs> Maybe the journaling. Maybe every time I'm sick, have you been journaling? It says whatever. <laughs> and then Lauren laughs at me when I tell her that every time. I support what you're saying. It's just anyway, funny. It's well, funny it's, and I it's support not for it. me. It's from Google. It's I know. true. It's I know. It, it boosts your immune system. Immune system. Yeah. I know. I'm dead serious. That. You're right. Just saying. It's well, just apparently, look at me. Not that sick. Say. You anyway. don't even know it's real. Amen. Also, and also the fact that I go get in bed at eight in the eight o'clock hour most nights that probably helps a lot. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm in a weird place where I'm like, hmm. So I don't know what you call that. So there's not really like a high. It's like, what was the high? I don't know. I'm kind of like, hmm, right now, just it's like a temporary like. But I'm not feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Except for there's one low. There's one low, and it's my eyelids. I have oh, yeah. something rather. I think it's called like contact dermatitis or something like that. Mm. I didn't go to the doctor or anything. Just Google, you know, Dr. Google. So every time I wear makeup, so which is normally Wednesday and Thursday, then I get um, really red, itchy, dry, really pain. It's like really painful. Is it actually. eczema? I don't know. It on only happens eyes? when I put makeup on. Oh, like yeah. allergic reaction? Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's not like a chronic thing. It's like an acute it's thing only where it just when happens I put makeup on. from certain things. Yeah. So then the next Any day. Any makeup. Um, I'm trying to figure out what okay. makeup it is. So then the next day I put makeup on again and then it hurts really bad again. <sighs> and then when I wash it off, it hurts. Then I heal over Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'm normally healed in like three days. So Sunday I'm good again. And then Monday and Tuesday I'm good. Then I put it back on again on Wednesday. And it's back. And it it hurts like really bad. It actually hurts so bad the other day that I woke up in the middle of the night because it hurts so bad. Excuse oh, me? Yikes. Excuse me. So I've been experimenting trying to figure out what product Ooh, it is yeah. that I am allergic to. Mm. And it's confusing because when I was Googling, it was saying like the way that it works is like you can be putting something on, you're allergic to it, and you won't get a reaction for, I guess, months or even like years or something because your cells have some kind of reaction. I don't quite understand. Irregardless, I don't get it, but I'm trying to figure out what it is. What's yeah. the product? So today, all I did was put cream products on my eyelids. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that worked. Uh, I already well, got, I got it tomorrow. yesterday. Got what? Why did I have it? She'll have to see after she sleeps. We were filming yesterday. Oh, we filmed oh. yesterday. We filmed yesterday, and I didn't do that, so I already had it. Yeah. Oh, oh. So I'm trying to see if it's gonna be irritated. It's confusing. Whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm allergic to something and I don't just want to not wear makeup on my eyelids. Yeah. So that's the thing. Well, yeah, you got to like do a makeup elimination diet. That's what I'm doing. That's you what could doing. try. I think Olme is supposed to be like hypoallergenic makeup. Yeah, you could yeah. get like some of their stuff and just wear that for a little bit and then slowly add in other things. Yeah, because I don't really need that much stuff. For yeah. Me. No, you yeah. just need like a concealer. I don't do and that much. Shadow. And something really gentle. So. so that's my lows. It's really annoying, but it's not that <coughs> bad. Okay, cool. High and low. Amen. So that's been like six weeks, I think, of that. Five oh, weeks. gosh. Every week. Wait, that you've been allergic? Yes. I don't think you notice it because it's covered up. I can see Bro, it Well, if my saying, eyes but... were doing that to me, I wouldn't. You wouldn't hear that. And you it? don't see me on Friday and Saturday. Ah. Mm. You, see you me never maybe mentioned on Sunday or it. Monday. Yeah, because I'm not going to be like, guys, my eyelids. I don't know. I yeah. would be like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would be like, oh my gosh, guys, my eyes. Well, now at this point, I'm like telling um, the whole podcast. So that's that. Um, also, guys, you know, we're doing like a podcast rebrand kind of. Kind of. Not really. 
Like, we say that? Yeah, I think we kind of said, said that like a few weeks ago. We're doing, we're planning it. We're working on it. We're just trying to figure out how we can make it the best of the best because we feel like we could improve it. We're thinking yeah. maybe like a couch. Yeah, to like, like change the vibe. We want to change the vibe. We want to bring more fun vibes to it while still doing like deep topics. But I think we're saying I think maybe sitting at this table makes us more like stiff. It's giving evening news. Yeah. Yeah. I it's giving the view. Out. It's giving yeah. Anger. Mm. so i think we need to sprawl out yeah we'll see what happens so we're planning it and i want to have like these fun promos that we post every week about it with like some music and i want to have a little intro like song thing we should Mm. have like hot chocolate (gasps) i was saying saying we should do a fun bev which i will make all i want to drink is water during the podcast and i feel like i'm distracted by the bev Mm. (laughs) i was just yeah (laughs) i just think it's fun to see people try things Today's yes. drink is a you hot chocolate with one. peppermint candy canes. They are too okay. distracted. We can have a bring group me drink. One. I will say the key to hot chocolate <laughs> is to do half water, half milk. Because I don't know about you, but I, I don't always, like hot chocolate. I always oh. get a stomach ache, but I don't like watery hot chocolate. That's good. So I, it, it sounds weird, but actually it tastes like no. Really I feel creamy, like that would make not, sense. Doesn't give you a stomach Wait, ache. Wait, I just saw someone say something really weird. What was it? It was mm-hmm. like the best hot chocolate. It's just water and cocoa. It's like that's not right. Me? That's Wait. not hot chocolate. They, they probably mean. Is this like no, 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 no? They said no sugar. No, it was a. Ra- is- it was a. Ra- it was something so random that I saw, and they were like, don't "Just trust me on this." I'm like, "No, it's. I don't know. I, now I have to try. It. There's no way it tastes good. There's no way. Why would you do that? I don't like mm-hmm. hot chocolate for views and clicks. Yeah, yeah, maybe they were tricking us, but I'm disturbed by that. But they're like, "Just trust me. It's the best hot cocoa." <laughs> I yeah, interesting. I'm we not should in do that and then watch us all taste really it, just like them. we did the um cinnamon the challenge? balsamic. We did not do the cinnamon challenge. The balsamic hey, and uh, whoever said what? that oh, whole balsamic that tastes so like funny. soda. That was disgusting, guys. I Except, think that's remember oh. that's it was vinegar. Themselves. It was vinegar and um what was it called? Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Except for I love. Vinegar, so I actually didn't think it was bad. Hey, I it's but it wasn't bad, cold. but it's I like kombucha, like... but I don't like straight vinegar. Oh, I love straight Ooh, vinegar. I love vinegar. You gotta remember. like temper it a little. Like, gotta calm down a little, people. I have like eight kinds of vinegar at my house. Okay, so let's move on. I do love vinegar, just not in a drink. So that is that. So, guys, um, if you want to see every full episode of the podcast, you got to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Simarelli. If you want to support us. If we make you smile. If we make you smile. If we make your day. If you're like, I love the Simarelli podcast. I love these gals. I really want to support them. What can I do? Patreon is an option there. And you'll get all the episodes. Plus, you'll get our Monday Q&As, which Lisa is a part of some Mondays as well. And all our past content, all the past episodes, there's just a lot of cool stuff. And there's like a monthly patron only live stream. There's just a lot of cool stuff, okay? Just saying. So check it out if you want to support us or in, and if you want all the full episodes linked in the description, patreon.com slash Simrelli. Simrel. Why do we say that? Someone called us that once probably. Probably. That's another one of our inside jokes. We do that. You know, guys, we do the episode um, explaining our inside jokes. That was a great one. That's another one. Simrel. Okay, I don't know what it's from. It's I not... think it's just like nerd loser speak. Like, Simrel. we're just being nerd losers. Or, I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like people mispronounced <laughs> our name in so many different ways. Camarilla. Guys, someone, <laughs> I was on the phone with this lady from Health Insurance yesterday, and she tried to say my my married last name, Straniva. She said a word that it was so <laughs> different. I think it was, I think she said like, 
Toronov or something? <laughs> She's like, wait, is that all you asked, asked Miss Toronov? Was, or something? Was, I was like, Adele Dezeemed. <laughs> she literally Adele Dezeemed my name. And she asked me how to spell it and wrote it down when she was like asking me originally. She read Toronov. Geneva as like Toronov or so something. So you went from one complicated name to another. I'm like, that's not even, where's the S? You took the S out. Everyone just thinks for me for reality is um Really? really. See, yeah, that that makes Christina sense. really like, phonetically. You could, I could see that. Everyone says Christina really. Christina really. Christina I actually don't really? think that sounds that bad. Yeah, no. really. Christina really. It kind of sounds like they're like you know, Christina really, <laughs> really, really. <laughs> you had okay. the so let's get into it. Um. All right, so we're gonna get to the main topic. <laughs> Let's suffering. Jump. Yeah. yeah, let's jump into the main topic. Okay, so we were <sighs> saying how we wanted to talk more about faith and whatnot because it's kind of confusing that there are so many people who have some kind of faith or some kind of a Christian or they have some kind of faith, religion, et cetera, et cetera. But yet it's not super common to talk about unless... And except for like maybe just strictly Christian accounts online. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We were just saying you guys probably want to hear from us in this because we want to hear from other people in this. Mm-hmm. Like I want to pe- hear people talk about their faith um, who maybe who don't normally talk about it. If they have some kind of faith, I want to hear about it. I mm. want to know. But people don't talk about it. But well, I'm always so interested. I feel like the only people, even just in normal life too not even online people that talk a lot about it it's like the people that feel like oh they know a lot about it and so they feel yeah. like qualified to speak on it versus like just people sharing their own experiences you don't really hear yeah. that as much because it's like you don't want to be like oh well i don't know if this is right i don't know as much as other yeah. people do like i don't want to say something and like be like oh that's wrong or that's dumb or whatever oh, yeah, it's, so it's like you don't want to like just yeah say vulnerable and you might feel like i don't fit like i felt like this before it's like i don't fit like the specific like kind of church girl stereotype yes which is kind of messed up because it's like that's just a specific kind of person but it's like if you feel like you don't fit that then maybe you can't say anything i don't know it's yeah. kind of weird well and also it's like i think that that's the difference between talking about your faith and talking about your religion because there's two different things there's like your faith in god and how that oh, and your relationship you and your relationship with god and then there's your religion which is how you connect with god in that way and like all the different structures and yeah different, that is things. different things that's true there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things to like talk about in that sense and i think a that's lot of people true. talk more about their religion than their faith oh that's mm-hmm. a really good point cuz it's easier to talk about a religion because it's like, oh, these are the rules that I follow. This is the structure of the things. Oh. This is the things that, like, intellectually I believe in. Yes, But okay. you can believe in that and not have very strong faith at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going to talk about faith and relationship today, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about today. So let's, oh yeah, so let's get into that. So I remember as a kid knowing that like God doesn't really exist in uh, movies and TV, whatever. And I didn't know why. I just was like, oh, yeah, that's just normal. It's like they don't go to church on Sundays in other um, in shows like the kids mm. just go to school and then they're like home on the weekends and no one goes to church. I don't know why. And so so when you th- I don't know. So when you try to think of like sharing, you're like, what do I share? It feels like it's so compartmentalized. Um, like, oh, church on Sunday, we talk about God like there, but then like, how does God have a place? Like when you're getting ready in the morning, when you're eating your breakfast, 
when you're taking a shower, when you're driving somewhere, um, mm-hmm. when you're mad at someone, when you're going to a concert, when you're whatever, when you're doing everything, I think often we will, it's easy to like, um, shut God out of certain parts or, or like if you feel, feel guilty about anything you're doing, it's just like, yeah, I it's don't like, want to think. It's like, I you don't, don't wanna, exist right now. I don't want to judge here with me in this moment. If you're seeing mm-hmm. God as like a judge instead of like, yeah. he's literally with you in everything you're doing good or bad. It doesn't matter if you're going to acknowledge or not. Um, like thinking of someone, it would be different if you're thinking of like the most non-judgmental, loving presence who yeah. is like there to guide you and help you. If you were thinking of that presence being with you at all times, would that not be so different? And adding to that of like that presence knows you better than anyone and knows your deeply wants the best for you. Like I know what would make you the most fulfilled, the most happy, like would bring you so much joy in your life and wants it for you like desperately. Yeah. That's a different presence. That's a different, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a parent who's like a really good parent. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, I like seen you grow up your entire life. Like, like if you can imagine like the best parent possible. Well, I think a lot of us don't have that though. So it's like hard to imagine that. But also I think that the human brain can't really fully conceptualize that because it's not human. It's not human. Like you're never going to have a parent, no offense to all the parents in the world, obviously love to you. There's a lot of great ones. You're not going to have a parent that can know all of your intentions and know every exact reason that you don't even know why you did things. Like that parent knows everything and doesn't, sit there judging and condemning you for it, but, like, just wants you to do the best you can and, like, is there with you through the trenches. So I think that's a big, big, big... Okay, Mm. I think a big part of God in my life and inviting God into my life was kind of changing how I viewed God in the first place. Um, Like, getting real with yourself. Like, do you view God as just, like, this... Yeah, people are... It's almost like an evil thing people visualize sometimes. Like, oh, he's just this judge. Yeah. Mm. And that's like not, right? Like this person who's just there to tell me everything I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you like like um, reduce God to that. And then why would you want a person around you all the time who's just like guilt, guilt, shame, guilt, shame, instead of like love. Like God is love. Mm-hmm. So if you're picturing this like uh, uh, every time you're thinking of God, then you're not thinking of love. You're not really thinking of and peace. Like you're not really thinking of God. So that yeah. was a big that was a big thing for me. And thinking of like different, um, we were talking about like it was like times we finding God found in God times. in our like suffering or like a hard made it through time. Yeah, yeah. So incorporating God like into all the categories of your life. All okay. In harder times, in dark times. Uh, For me, I think of like my miscarriage. It's like losing a child, like the vulnerability of being pregnant in the first place and like losing your child and like all different thoughts that come up about like your body, your health, your ability to carry a baby, hope, joy, Jesus, your spirituality, your relationship, like faith, all these different things, you as a mother, all the different things that come up. Um the way that I felt about God at that point really changed the way I experienced my miscarriage and the way I felt about suffering, which is something we were talking about when we were Mm. discussing this, specifically suffering. It's hard when you think like God is good, then you think like, okay, so then if I just do everything right or something, then he's only going to give me like, he's going to make sure my life, like everything goes right. And I get exactly what I want or something like that. 
kind of a weird thing if you think about it, but it's kind of like a common mm. thing. Yeah. But when I had my miscarriage, there was like, I guess it was just like grace. It was like a supernatural understanding of, and I was thinking how different this would be if I didn't have faith. Like, I don't know what I would think or what I would do or how I'd go through this. It was like thinking of, it changed the way I think about death. I started to see a body as a vessel mm. and not as the person. Mm. Like the body isn't the person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like the soul. So when, cause I literally held my six week old, not six week old, like this six week old, um, what do you call it? Baby? When they're that, Fetus. when they're Fetus. that, Fetus. whatever they're Fetus. called. Yeah. Cause it's not six week old, um, newborn, newborn, yeah. even though they were, <laughs> newborn, I'm not described that it was only six or set, six weeks of pregnancy. Well, I guess it was like eight, but the baby was very, very, very like had, uh, you could tell they had passed a little bit before that. So, I held this body, but I was aware that the body wasn't the baby. Mm. I was like, this isn't the baby. But if you've known someone, then you're like, no, that's Amy. Mm. But if she wasn't in there, then it's it's not actually her. So it changed that perspective for me. Like, this isn't actually the baby. This is like the vessel. And thinking, oh, the soul is still there. Like it didn't go anywhere. It, it wasn't extinguished. It didn't go. It's like life being extinguished. Mm-hmm. The way people say it like that, it sounds like it's just gone or whatever. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's because the li- the life on earth is gone, but the mm. soul isn't. So mm. it just, I had this view of this little like white, almost like, like a little white like light, just like going and separating mm. and like going up. Mm. It's kind wow. of what I was picturing. Yeah, I was picturing like, oh, it went up there. And I'm holding this thing that doesn't have the light in it, but it's still like a beautiful thing because it's like beautiful to have like that vessel, but it's nothing compared to the soul, that little like light. And when I think of it, it's like, it's the baby that my child, not baby, but my child is not gone. Like Mm -hmm. that light is there. So it's kind of like a, like a star kind of, it's like, it's there. It didn't, it never went away. That's so different than thinking like, oh, I just lost just lost the baby, it's gone forever, like lost. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it changes, it changes the way, it, ch- it changed, I guess, yeah, for anyone dealing with grief, that's, I guess that's kind of my theme for this one, is grief. Seeing it differently, I think the language that we use is different, like, um, yeah, I, I didn't lose that baby, it's like, it well it's almost like you're that's like a very catholic theme of like being united like like yeah, in yeah. the body of christ like you're still united with your child even if they're not yeah. on earth because we believe in like the it's like the church militant which is the people on earth and then the people in heaven it's like we're all it's which is the church I can't remember triumphant it's like they're all connected they're all like one i was that's even how thinking I feel. about how you named the baby sparrow it means like I hope I think. Yeah, she named mm. the baby Sparrow, which is in Latin, right? It's like S P E R O, which is so yeah, cool. Yeah, it means I hope, and it means I hoped. And I'm like, who? The fact that you, the, I think that's just mind blowing. Like miscarriage, I've seen some people go through it, and it's such a like hard thing. It is devastating. But like, what you got out of it was like a hope in the end, which is like, yeah, it was kind weird. of crazy. Well, and it's not like you were just like, I didn't lose 
anything and no it's i was fine. crying so like, much in the shower for weeks <laughs> like there is such like a nuance there of like loss but it's not like complete loss yeah it was yeah. a very yeah. weird experience it was such a profound loss but then it was the most i would say it was the most spiritual experience of my life and it mm-hmm. was like a gift to my marriage Wow. It was such a uniting experience between Nick and I because right away, I was in therapy with this amazing therapist at the time. So I was in like a really good headspace. Mm-hmm. So like right after it happened, I said to Nick, listen, if we feel anything, any feeling, we need to let it out. We need to tell each other. If we feel like we need to cry, we need to cry. If we feel mad, we need to talk about it. Like if we mm-hmm. feel anything, we need to express to each other. We cannot like shove this down and like isolate or anything like that. So then we both ended up expressing to each other, with each other, um, very fully, I feel like. Mm. And it it just worked so well. Mm. So it was interesting that it was such an incredibly spiritual experience of hope. It was all these things. It was like devastation, grief, hope, love, some joy somewhat, Mm -hmm. and also pain and suffering because it it was suffering it was me suffering nick suffering and it it was like my first experience of labor also which was now now that i've had i forgot to revisit that now that i've had labor with a 10 pound baby versus labor with a i don't know what that is like some ounce or something (laughs) whatever ounce baby um it was pretty intense actually it was Mm -hmm. pretty painful but it was a even that labor experience, it was very painful, was um, this weird uniting experience with like, I felt like I was like united with women around the world. It was so mm. weird. Mm. It was just this weird experience, but it was so much suffering. So it's just really beautiful with faith to when, I think when you don't um, have God present in a lot of the areas of your life, it is hard to invite him in to a tragedy but sometimes the tragedy is what actually brings it back. So I don't know. But li- going through tragedies and things like that without faith and without God, I just don't know what I would do. I don't know mm-hmm. how I would do that. I don't know. It's just so profoundly different mm. when I think about it. Yeah, it brings meaning to the suffering. It's like, what would you, if you just suffered and that was it, that's like, what are you left with? You have to find some meaning in it. Or something, or else it just sort of like can crush you. And I think that happens to people a lot mm-hmm. when you just had to like end at the suffering, because it should go further than that. I'm trying to think of yeah, for like incorporating God, like or feeling God in your daily life. It, I think what I touched on earlier is probably the reason why it's so hard. Is if you think of God as like this judge who hates you, basically, then yeah, that makes sense. But if you thought of like a kind, really kind person. That's probably the best. That's probably the best like advice I could give to like mm-hmm. incorporate. But it kind of feels almost like things are meaningless. Like why? Why would I bring God into this? It's meaningless. Like why would I incorporate God in like? Oh, I'm getting ready today. Like mm-hmm. why would I? I don't know. What? What? What do you guys feel about that? Well, that's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Actually, like the last like two weeks, is how like strange the relationship between like a human and god is because i've been thinking about that of like okay 
like we're called to like pursue Jesus. So I'm like thinking about this of like, okay, so if I'm thinking about like relationships that I've been in, it's like you talk to them every day, like you do all these things. I'm trying to like conceptualize like, okay, how would I like maintain this relationship? Yeah. And it's like, you have to talk to them. You have to show up. But then it's like, okay, but God is not like this person that I can see right in front of me. And it's like, I started doing more like meditative prayer where I've tried to like, I just kind of like sit and like meditate on one thing more rather than like talking as much and just kind of like letting God like guide it more. And I was just thinking like, I want to know you, Mm. but Mm. like, how do I get to like, cause I was thinking like, oh, like first I was thinking like, wow, like you love me so much. You like want to help Mm. me. You want to do this. But I'm like, but how do you feel? Like I'm telling you how I feel, what's going on with me. But what about you? Like, and it's like, I want to know God like that. But mm. I don't know how, like, that, how you get there or but what that, that is. But, like, that's what I want. Like, if if I'm really, like, pursuing someone, it's like, I want to know them. I want to know their mm. heart. Like, yes. And well, it's like, that makes sense with what I'm saying of um, if you don't feel comfortable inviting God into your, all your categories of life, that's someone who doesn't really know God. Because if you mm-hmm. were to know him and you have this presence of love, you wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know if I want God to be with me right now while I'm getting ready because what if I'm being vain right now or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, no, I want God to be here with me while I'm getting ready. And God, if I'm being vain, could you help steer me in another direction? Well, and yeah. that's kind of what I've been finding in trying to like let God into the ordinary moments, I would say, <laughs> um, of like, okay, like, yeah, when I'm getting ready of like, what do you think? <laughs> it's like sometimes He's like, girl, you slayed your eyeliner. Yeah, like sometimes I feel like I do <laughs> oh, like gosh. feel something of like him saying something and sometimes I don't. I'm like, okay, well, I asked. Like, I don't know what else you want. But it's like letting God in on how I'm feeling when it's not like nice. That like when I'm sitting hard. in church and I'm like, God, I don't want to be here is Oof. the thing. Is the thing. It's the thing. I know, like, I'm tired. I don't want to be here. And, like, no disrespect. But that's how I feel. To talk Mm -hmm. to God, especially if you're, like, you know you're doing or thinking something immoral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to God about that. But that is the most important thing. That's powerful. Yeah. When you're, like, God, it's, like, you know me. You know that I struggle with this. You know that I feel temptation in this area. You know that, whatever it is, to be, like, to, to have, I don't know, it just, isn't it such an exciting concept though, to have someone yes. who already knows you so well and knows exactly what you struggle with and is there to help you not, not, um, see, I don't want to say God doesn't judge because it's like God is the, but judge. he doesn't kind shame of you. Yeah, yeah. He's not judged in like a human way. It's yeah. a different mm-hmm. thing. We don't. Yeah. It's a different thing. Well, I think it's, I think also too, and I don't know, you know, speaking for God, I don't know God, if you agree, but hopefully <laughs> it's like, he's not just looking at like, Oh, sin bad. It's like, he's like, Oh, I saw when you were a kid and oh, that's like really sad. But it's like, 
I saw when you were a kid and that thing happened to you mm-hmm. that like ma- gave you this vulnerability or this yeah. weakness. Well, it's like, I know your heart in this. Yeah, it's like he has this lens of like knowing everything rather than just a person who's looking at you. And that's what we think of judgment. It's like judgment is literally yes. like they don't know. And if they knew, they wouldn't feel feel yeah. so yes. like, harsh. And honestly, I feel like when you judge other people, it's usually because you you're judging yourself so Twice much. Well, that's the and thing. it's like putting it on other people. It's like you don't even know your own heart in it. Yeah. Like you don't see yeah. like your innocence in it. You don't yeah. see your like vulnerability, your like worthiness in yeah. it. Yeah. But God right. does. Yeah. And there's yeah, so right. many things like that show us God's heart in the Bible. And there's at least one instance, if not multiple, of him being like, I put your sins as far away from you as, like, the heavens to the earth kind of thing of, like, he doesn't hold those things. Like, he holds us accountable for sure, but he doesn't hold it against us in that Mm -hmm. way. He's not just sitting there like, oh, you messed up, you did this wrong, blah, blah, blah. And that's why he gives us, like, the prodigal son parable in all the different ways that that parable speaks. Oh, it's so incredible. But, like, he doesn't judge us in that way so we shouldn't judge ourselves in that way like we should know our wrongdoings and do our best to like make them right rectify our own situations and like live a just moral life as best as we can but he also knows that we're like not perfect yeah and he doesn't want us to like focus on all of our faults and our issues he wants us to focus on like love and being a person that does all of their acts with love because if you're acting in love you're gonna do a lot less things that are harmful to others and to yourself mm-hmm. that's a good point if you're acting in love i think people will like fo- like maybe hyper fixate or just fixate on different things and acting in love is a very good way to think about it whereas i think a lot of people do the thing that a lot of people do in other categories of life where you think like, well, if I'm not shaming myself and hard on myself in a critical shaming way, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to do the right thing. So you yeah, think, yeah. so people think, um, even with not like moral things like, um, oh, if I don't shame and criticize myself all day, I'm going to be lazy and not get enough stuff done. A um, worm in the dirt. And be yeah. a worm in the dirt. <laughs> this is something I learned in therapy that actually did change my life. I've talked about mm-hmm. before, but where, like what I'm saying, I, I had that belief on like more of a subconscious level and my therapist had pointed out like, no, that doesn't actually make you, that's not the reason for your success. That's not, the, doesn't make you productive. It, um, can make you have productive moments, but um, at the end of the day, it makes you very exhausted and in a bad place mentally. Even though it can push you to do certain things, there are better ways to be pushed to do things than that. Like like passion and joy. And like you're saying, love, wait, let me finish this this statement really quick. Um, So like what you're saying, like if you're, that's kind of like what she was saying to me. She was saying like, think of the categories in your life where you've really excelled at things like um, learning about psychology stuff, where you like um, berating yourself, like you have to read blah, blah. And I was thinking for the first part of it, no, I was not. And I would sit there and read for 10 hours. Then I did start to be like, you should be reading something right now. And every time I was doing that, it made it really difficult to focus and learn and read. Same thing. Mm -hmm. So if you apply it this way, like in your life, if you're like, yeah, well, I need to be shaming myself and criticizing myself or else I won't be a good person versus if you were trying to 
live from a place of love, which I don't even know what that was. Well, it's look so like. vulnerable is the thing. Yeah. Mm. It's so vulnerable to live from a place of loving God, loving yourself, loving others. Yes. It's way easier to distance yourself and just be like, shame, 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 checkbox, checkbox. Why is it so vulnerable? Because to okay. Because to live in love from my conceptualization is to show up fully yeah. to let yourself be loved by God, which means showing up to yourself. This is how I'm feeling. This is who I really am. Like, this is me. All the bad parts, all the dark parts. This is mm. me. And like, I'm letting you love me as me. Yeah. And doing that for other people too. Seeing mm. their bad parts, their dark parts and loving them anyway. And showing that to people in a healthy way. Kind People way. who are safe. Like, yeah. that's way more vulnerable than like, oh, I'm a good person because yeah. I did this, this, this. Yeah, and judging oh. people is also a way to, I think, mask a fear of vulnerability as well yeah. to keep yourself separate from other people and from yourself, from your own vulnerabilities. Because, like, in another way, it's like focusing so deeply on all of your wrongdoings and all of your issues actually makes them so much worse. Yeah. It like, mm. like... It makes all of your proclivities way stronger because you're just focusing on your weaknesses, your failures, the bad parts of yourself all day, every day. And that's not to say that you should let yourself off the hook for all the things you do wrong because obviously you need to know what you're doing wrong. What's and the make loving it right. way? What's the loving way to not let yourself well, off the hook? Think about kids. It's kind of like, like being a parent. Yeah. It's think about like with your kid. If he hits someone, you're like, mm, you can't hit someone. There's a lot of ways you can You respond. don't hit him back. Mm. You don't like. Okay. You don't berate My him. My child for hits someone. someone. You can hit your child back. Yeah. You can hurt your child physically. You can Yell berate at him. them. Be like, you are such a bad child. Uh, You're such a bad person. You can How can you do that? Them, blah, blah, yeah. You could shame them. You're being such a bad person, blah, 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 whatever. So I was thinking about the same thing. Um, you could not do anything and just be like, huh, ignore it. Yeah. You could be like, don't do that and not really like care. Or you could be like, no hitting. You could say no hitting and like put up the boundary, remove whatever without shaming or being like mean, critical or scary or anything like that. And you can lovingly uphold a firm boundary without yeah, permissing shame and without um, letting it go. Thanks for listening to the Cimarelli podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Cimarelli, where we post every episode in full. You can also watch all of our past seasons and Patreon-only episodes when you become a patron. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Facebook and Instagram.